What traits in girls do you find attractive or impressive aside from physical appearance, guys? My wife's laughs are literally everything. Sometimes she watches a show on her laptop in our room and I hear her cracking up from down the hall. I absolutely love it. One of the main reasons I started dating my current girlfriend was because she accidentally spilled popcorn in my car after our first date. She profusely apologized and asked if she could clean it up. My car was a POS, so I didn't care. When I got home, she texted me apologizing again. I don't know why, but her caring about spilling popcorn in my crappy car made me realize, hey, maybe she could care about me too. Aww, she spilled popcorn into your heart. Ah man, I had a similar situation except I was the spiller. Third date in a city on a sunny afternoon. Coffee all over her light blue jeans and she just laughed it off. I knew then she had an amazing outlook on life. We got engaged last week. Gotta love people that don't let spilled milk ruin their days. Shows a lot about their character. Accountability. If she can openly admit when she's wrong or that she messed up, that's attractive. As it shows maturity and the ability to judge yourself impartially and it means you are less likely to repeat the mistake. This also means that you feel for her if not only love, it's respect, which is just as important. Wow, this is fantastic. I've dated girls in the past who would never just say, I was wrong, I shouldn't have done that, I'm sorry. I get that it's hard sometimes, but it's relieving to admit wrongdoing and ask for forgiveness. But when you obsessively chase not having done wrong in the first place, it's actually a tax on both parties. I 100% agree with this. I'll take it a step further by saying when you text or call a woman and she doesn't answer, but later says, hey, I'm sorry I couldn't respond, I got caught up with insert reason here, instead of just saying, I was busy, it shows that they respect you enough to let you know that there was a real reason they couldn't respond. This is nice because they don't owe you an explanation of why they didn't respond, but them doing so shows an amount of caring on their part. Things like confidence, a good sense of humor, intelligence, all of that is super important. But for me, the sexiest thing a woman can do is be calm. Not calm as in quiet, as in calm when crap goes sideways or something unexpected happens. Having someone who is reliable and stable as a partner is so crucial in life. I didn't realize how attractive that sounds until I read it. To not have to burn calories on dealing with my partner and the situation, that's so hot right now. It's probably one of the best pieces of advice I ever got from my father. He explained that when every possible thing goes wrong, the last thing you want is a partner that makes it even harder by panicking, getting angry, or making things worse. Plus, the tenacity, toughness, and resilience, it's freaking sexy. Don't get me wrong, I love taking care of a lady as much as the next guy, but when a girl just buckles down and solves a problem in a cool, collected manner, man, that's an instant spiritual and physical boner. Spiritual boners are some of the best boners. I'm loving this thread. My wife is baseline stressed and an anxious person. She's always doing a lot of stuff for her career and taking on way too much. So I feel like the calm caretaker a lot of the time. However, in times of crisis, she locks in and is such a calm and collected source of comfort. I had one horrible disc herniation a few years back that resulted in such bad pain I was writhing and screaming in agony. She called an ambulance, explained what was happening, and made sure I was sorted. She called my parents, handled them, and made sure everything I needed, I had. She was an absolute rock star. I can't describe how grateful I was and how taken care of I felt. From there, we sort of realized that the day-to-day -day maintenance I'm better at, but in times of crisis, she's second to none. 
I'll never forget that though. I never felt so loved and cared for in my life. Anxiety can be a superpower. It's the fear of the unknown that affects the anxious. So you're constantly worried about what's going to happen and thinking through different scenarios in your head, etc. Then when an emergency happens, you just lock into problem solver mode because you run through these drills in your head a thousand times before. It's awesome that you guys found each other to balance things out. As someone who has been diagnosed with panic disorder and severe anxiety, I can confirm that when crap hits the fan, I'm on my toes and ready to handle the situation. Not exclusive to girls, but having a hobby or interest that they are very knowledgeable and passionate with, that's great. Even if it's something super benign like painting their nails or baseball, I just love people who can ramble on about their interest, especially if I'm not into it. It's like peeking into another world. Knew a girl that was into knitting, but not just like I knew how to cross stitch. Full on had a setup where she would turn wool into yarn and even had a favorite small sheep farm that she would order from exclusively. She was interesting as hell to me. Exactly. So many times I'll ask a woman, Hell, this applies to men just as much. What does she do for fun? And it's almost always scrolling through social media or Netflix. I'll rephrase the question, asking about any sort of active or creative hobbies they do when they aren't relaxing. And it's like they don't understand the difference. You're not wrong that there are a lot of people that spend their free time doing those things. But also, in my experience, many people's minds seem to go blank on the specific question. I'm not totally sure why, though. This is weird, but I've had success with asking this question. Pretend you have an unexpected week-long staycation starting tomorrow. What are you going to be doing this week? Then they'll tell you about projects, art, home improvement, pets, and things that they've been working on or wanting to get a chance to do. Or maybe they just don't and they're actually not interested in anything other than TV and social media. Either way, you've learned something about them. Critical thinking skills are hot. I would adjust this to curiosity, Curious people who investigate, inquire, and show genuine interest often use critical thinking as a byproduct. I say this impresses me in anyone. When managing people, if I have a curious employee who wants to know why something works the way it does or wants to find a tool or technology to improve, they are always earmarked for career investment. In women, finding a curious person means that you will be able to find someone who will likely not bore you over the long haul, because curiosity as a personality trait means that she's the type of person to engage in things that are important and keep away that every day is the same creep that tends to infiltrate a relationship. And for clarification for those who say, well, uh, dumb people can be curious too. I think those are missing my meaning. I mean more intellectually curious and less, what does this electrical socket taste like? I find a woman's voice to be one of the best factors in determining if I'm attracted to a woman. Do you mean like accent, pitch, tone, all of the above? All of the above and what she says. A woman can look stunning, but in opening her mouth, she reveals who she truly is. To know if a woman is intelligent, funny, angry, depressed, or even sexy, I don't need to see. I need to hear. Above all else, as a man, I try to listen. The second best advice I ever got about dating was to get the other person to talk, to ask leading questions. The first, of course, is to make them laugh. And a woman's laugh will reveal so much about them. Authenticity and genuine character do not look anything like I've ever seen, but I can hear them. Here's the answer I was looking for. I was a phone hookup operator for over a decade. I initially went into it because random dudes would just go nuts over my voice all of the time. I'd call in for customer support on my phone and the tech guy would ask for my number and things like that. 
I still sell my voice for a living, but not in the hookup industry anymore. My clients are all women now, but even though they aren't attracted to me intimately for the most part, I still get comments on my voice. Tons are surprised by my age too. I'm 46, but I still easily sound like I'm in my 20s. I can confirm a nice voice will win me over quickly. Same goes for nice eyes and a good smile. Intelligence. Good looks only go so far when you realize she doesn't even know basic life skills. If they can't have an interesting conversation, then why would you want to spend years with that person? I understand if you're looking for a short-term physical encounter. However, if you are looking for a long-term relationship, the ability to communicate is paramount. 100% agree. The girl I dated before my wife was hot, like smoking hot. Her hobbies were basically working out and eating like a rabbit. Hands down the most physically attractive girl I ever dated. But that was it. Nothing more. She never had anything interesting to say, never had an opinion on anything, never laughed at jokes or funny movies. She was just a void of personality and took no pleasure in the joys of life. I eventually had to break it off. Now my wife, on the other hand, is the polar opposite. She's beautiful, but she's just a normal human. She's the funniest person I know. She knows what's going on in the world and is driven to make it a better place. And most importantly, she's been extremely supportive of me and she's the one person I know I can talk about anything with. It's like having a best friend that I can play no clothes games with. Years ago, I had been dating a girl who was getting a degree in neuroscience. Even though I wasn't a scientist of any sort, I loved talking to her and listening to her go on and on about the brain and the central nervous system. Not only was she smart, but she was passionate and interesting. We split up when I moved to Los Angeles without her. One night, I was at a bar with a friend, and I was talking to a girl who had moved to LA to be a singer. I asked her something like, So, you're a singer, eh? And then this girl responded by launching into a full-voiced version of I will always love you in the middle of the bar. In that moment, I vividly remember thinking, I miss my neuroscientist. Two weeks later, I took a plane to the East Coast, called her up and wooed her from her new boyfriend. She moved to SoCal and got her PhD in neuroscience. We got married and have three awesome children. She still blows my mind when she talks about her work. I find women that are the complete opposite of me hella attractive. Not sure why, but at least on three separate occasions, I have been attracted to nurses that I knew and were friends with. I want to make movies and write comic books, so we're totally opposite. But with one of these women, I remember it like it was yesterday. We were driving to a show to watch a band in another city, and on this hour-long drive, she turned sideways in the passenger seat, like her back was against the passenger door. Probably unsafe even though she was still wearing her seatbelt. And she just looked at me and listened to me while we were driving to this show. It was one of the best freaking interactions I've had with a woman because she just felt present in that moment. Went on a date last week and the woman never took her phone out of her purse. Super hot. If she doesn't take her phone out of her purse, how is she supposed to show you 300 pictures of her cat? How they treat themselves, self-care. How they treat others, friendship. How they work with others, collaboration. What they enjoy learning, curiosity and what they enjoy doing, creativity. Intelligence, confidence, self-awareness, empathy, creativity, education. Also being pet friendly is a big plus. So basically anything you'd like from a decent human being. Being emotionally intelligent and mature, which includes having kindness and empathy, etc., can go a long way as it shows me that you're capable of being a decent human being towards myself and others, and that you won't be someone that I have to be careful around. Bonus points if I get the vibe that you're a chill person. 
Enthusiasm, boundaries, responsible for herself, allows her to be challenged in her thinking, enough backbone to keep me honest when I'm wrong. Being self-sufficient. I don't want to date a dependent. When my wife and I were dating, one of the things that made her stand out was that she was totally self-sufficient. She didn't need help, nor did she expect it. We dated for almost two years before making the decision to move in together, and that was mostly on confluence of circumstances. She wanted to live on her own because it was freedom for her. Man, I feel that. My wife is completely self-sufficient. She's better educated and makes more than me. She does not need to be with me, but she is. And it feels great that someone who doesn't need me chooses to stay with me. Being with an independent woman is super hot because you know for the fact that she doesn't need you at all. So knowing that she is with you because she wants to be is super hot. Bit of a simple one here, but I love when a girl can sing. My wife claims that she can't carry a tune in a bucket, but when she sings, it's beautiful sounds to my ears. And I feel I have a responsibly good judgment on vocal quality. When we have a couple of drinks, I get my guitar out and can occasionally convince her to sing a few songs with me. It's one of my favorite things to do. The same traits I look for in my best friend. General vibes need to be on point, thoughtful, kind, sassy. I'm perfectly happy single, so my partner needs to add to my life and make sure our time together is more valuable than my time alone. If she's got a dark sense of humor, I like women like I like my chocolate Easter bunnies. Dark, bitter, and with a gnarly hollowness inside that can never be filled. Someone with equivalent levels of apathy and laziness, but about areas of life that complement my own apathy and laziness. That way one of us will always let the freaking dog out or put the kettle on. But I don't feel too guilty for saying Sofa Saturday. I'm not getting dressed. Been married 16 years. Perfect. I'm not a guy, so I don't count. But I like when girls are genuinely kind and have good banter. Like you can be cheeky and funny and a little sassy. But I still like a nice girl. I've always been attracted to those kind of girls in the room. I can agree with this. I like a woman that can get along with my male friends. Also my female friends because if she can't, that's a red flag. But I don't want her to be one of the boys, like many guys say they want. I want her to be her own unique self. I want her to be the reason I don't want to be around my boys all the time. I saw a girl riding a fixed bike in the city and doing bunny hops with the bike at the intersection to stay upright. I had only just started riding my bike again and I was just so impressed with the skills. Optimism. I'm a bit of a pessimist at times. I fall into nihilistic thinking a lot. Good to have someone who could look to our future with a positive light. Adventurous. Being willing to put yourself at risk of humiliation, danger, or failure when encountering new activities is attractive. I will say I definitely like an adventurous woman, or at least someone who wants to plan out and try new things. I often get lost in my work, and it's nice to have someone to invite you out to do things. When I dated my ex, the one thing that constantly made me fall in love with her was just her ability to just get excited to talk about anything. I loved seeing her just get excited about either the littlest thing or whatever was on her mind that day. Enthusiastic or interested in me, that is so reassuring to have. Also for her to have some hobby or activity, whether it be tennis or an instrument or Dungeons and Dragons or theater, something she's passionate about would be nice. If her principles and values are similar to mine, it's a way to minimize unnecessary discussions and keep harmony while enjoying each other's company. When she's not afraid to get her hands dirty, kill a bug or two, or unclog a toilet. I'd like to add, and she likes to wash her hands after. 
It's exhausting to be in a relationship with someone who constantly requires reassurance, praise, and affirmation. Know your worth, and if others don't recognize it, move on and find a relationship with people who do. I understand what you mean, but keep in mind that praise, affirmation, and reassurance is absolutely something that everybody needs and wants. I'm sure there's some experience behind your comment, but it's about finding a balance between knowing your worth and being with someone who empowers that understanding. For some people, their own worth is easier to understand with a bit of outside help. There are a lot of traits that I find attractive, but the one I absolutely love is bravery. And by bravery, I don't mean just doing outlandish things and acting foolish. By bravery, I mean brave enough to confront what's wrong, brave enough to acknowledge her mistakes or shortcomings, brave enough to take on challenges and negative situations head on. I will never date a girl without all of these. Number one, friends. Number two, well-defined interests or hobbies, preferably ones that involve more than just looking attractive. I'm talking even simple things like their own established favorite music, movies, etc. And number three, something equating to a career or career goals. I don't care if it's school or working in customer service at an office or rising up the ranks at a retail store, but something with intent. And frankly, I think most of the things that other people are saying in this thread, things like confidence, intelligence, sense of humor, etc., are all easier to find in people who have these three things. They're basically just cornerstones of having an actual independent personality. Basically, I've dated far too many women whose entire personality, self-worth, and motivation are simply being a girlfriend. Sometimes I just feel like I like everyone. My standards are almost non-existent. If I spend more than a few hours every day for like three weeks with someone, I'm at risk at falling in love because I don't do that crap for anybody. I had to address this same situation today actually. I had to tell a girl that I'm friends with that I needed some distance because goddamn, we were talking a lot and I started catching feelings. Man, I don't like that. That's some scary crap right there. Girls who like sports and not in the name the 1986 World Series champs. Just like to shoot hoops or play in the rec league or play pickleball with some friends and throw the football on the beach or something. That's hot. The ability to be one of the guys. I like a cute, pretty, pampered princess as far as the looks. I'll admit I'm a sucker for an innocent girly girl look, but I'd rather have someone I can take out on insane adventures and go do stupid crap like fireworks or play video games and swear at each other while we make hookup jokes. Just that comfortable personality where I don't have to impress her and I could just be me. I get the understanding with the uh, be one of the guys things, but do you ever think these guys just want to date their guy friends? If a girl has a talent or a skill that took time and dedication and still interests them, it's incredibly attractive. Like if I'm not physically attracted to someone, then I find out that they play bass guitar or super into making pottery or something, they instantly become very attractive. Any girl who can calculate the homogeneous linear second order differential equation with the regular singular point would make me melt in a second order solution. The last two girls I dated had one major thing in common. The first, we were having a discussion, a friendly argument about philosophy, and she was holding her own. Then I said something, don't even remember what, and she said, that's not even close to what the book says. You know, I have it right here. I can take it out and prove you wrong. I had a boner so hard that I had to look away and think about my grandma. The second, a jokingly silly argument, which I tend to be good at. She won, I had no rebuttal. I love girls who are smarter than me and they have the balls to prove it. That's just so hot. 
As someone else said, critical thinking is fantastic. Along with being secure with herself, emotionally stable, and independent, I'm so over the fragile, clingy girl that worships me as a means of seeking validation. No, I'm not being cocky in saying that. Anyone who's been there knows it's less about me and more about the other parties seeking what they're missing and being discarded for the next shiny object that's likely to come. The ability to hold her ground in a debate and push back and not fold in conversation when her heart knows that she's right. A girl who has balls is hot. Hey yo! That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. Link at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.